Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through my five-step framework to help you validate any side hustle idea to make sure that it's going to be profitable and it's going to be worth your time before you even start building it. So this is the exact same system that I've used to validate all of my side hustles as well as every single product that we've created at Cultivated Culture. So this framework has actually led to multiple six-figure products. And we have that track record because the entire point of this framework is to be able to validate your idea, to know that people are interested in it, that they'd actually pay for what you're offering before you invest a meaningful amount of time into actually building it out. So I'm really excited to share this with you because I know that many of you have aspirations to create a side hustle, to create your own thing, maybe go into the solopreneur entrepreneur journey, but you don't really know where to start or you're not sure if your idea has legs. So the beautiful part about this is you can test it out very quickly on almost any idea that you have and you're going to get immediate feedback as to whether or not it's going to work and people are actually going to pay you while you do this. So let's dive in. The first step in this process is to brainstorm your offer and to niche down. So what we are talking about here is coming up with that product, that service. And I don't want you to just stop at something general, right? I don't want you to just say, hey, I'm a guy and I love to cook. So maybe I'll start a side hustle teaching guys how to cook for themselves and lose weight. That kind of stuff is way too general and it's not really going to sell through in the way that you want it to. So what you need to do is get really, really specific with your offer. So instead of saying something like, I help guys learn how to cook and lose weight, you could say something like, I teach busy dads how to cook five easy meals per week and lose 30 pounds in a month, something along those lines. So what we're doing here is we're getting really, really, really specific with the type of audience that we'd be serving. And that's the best place to start with any side hustle or any new business. Because what you're looking to do is one, differentiate yourself from the competition. You want to essentially own this niche, even if it's incredibly specific, that's fine. The other thing that you wanna do is build a really, really loyal base of supporters. And the way that you do that is to speak directly to a very specific group of people. Because you're doing that, because you're speaking to this very specific group of people and nobody else is, they're automatically gonna view you as the authority in this space. And that's gonna create a really, really loyal base of support that you can then expand on. So for example, for me, when I started Cultivated Culture, I really dialed into people who are having issues with the traditional online process and people who are trying to get into tech from a non-traditional background. And then I built a really, really solid base of supporters just using that system, teaching that system to people. And then eventually I expanded into more traditional career offerings, such as career coaching and resume writing and LinkedIn profile optimization and all of these types of things. But if I had started with those other things, I would be jumping into a really big pool with some really big fish early on. And it would have been a heck of a lot harder to stand out versus when I jumped in and completely owned this niche that nobody else was talking about, it was very, very easy to stand out and it was very easy to build a loyal base of support. So that's what you're looking for. And basically to put a formula behind this, you should be aiming for an offer that talks to a specific type of person that shares a specific desired outcome that's hopefully measurable and tells them that they're gonna achieve it in a certain period of time. So again, I help busy dads cook five meals and lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Something like that 
checks all of those boxes. Now, whether or not that's realistic, that's a topic for another time, but that's where we want to start. Step two in this process is to actually come up with your specific offering. So now that you have that tagline, you want to build out what this will look like. So if we're helping those busy dads cook meals and lose weight, is that through one-on-one coaching? Is that through an online course? Is that through a combination where there's some coaching, but there's also some digital assets? Is that through something totally different, maybe a mobile app or something along those lines? You want to think about what this offering looks like, and then you actually want to go draft up a Google Doc that covers all of those bases. So I'm talking Google Doc here because I don't want you to overcomplicate this. You don't need to go create a landing page on some no-code website or hire a designer, do any of these things. Like literally just go to your Google Drive, open a Google Doc or a Word Doc, and then start building out the outline for your offering. So talk specifically about why this offering? Like, why does this matter? Why did you come up with this idea? Then try to agitate the problem a little bit. Why is it frustrating for the target audience that you're focused on to achieve the result they're looking for? Why are they having such a hard time doing it? And then tease the solution, like talk about the system or talk about the strategies or talk about the differentiator for your product. What makes your product so effective? What makes it different? Why would people want to invest in it? And then give people a breakdown of what to expect if they sign up. What are they going to get? If it's a course, walk them through the modules. If it's a coaching program, walk them through what they're going to get with each individual session. If it's a digital product, share what they're going to get in the digital product. Then offer some sort of guarantee. This is so critical because when you're starting out, most people are not going to just give money to a stranger or at least a meaningful amount of money without any sort of guarantee. So try to think about what sort of guarantee you can offer. And the more compelling you can make it, the more likely you are to get people to sign up. So going back to the example I gave earlier, you know, busy dads cooking five meals and losing 30 pounds in 30 days, you could basically say, if you don't lose 30 pounds in 30 days, I will refund you every penny. Something along those lines where if the person that you're helping doesn't get the expected result that they're looking for in a certain period of time, you will give them their money back. That essentially makes the purchase risk-free and we wanna make sure this shows up right away. Then finally, what you're going to want to do is offer a pre-order discount. So at this point, we don't have the service built out. We don't have the product built out. We haven't really spent more than, you know, maybe an hour or two building out this Google Doc and brainstorming our idea. And that's all we need. Because at this point, what we can do is start getting pre-orders. So I want you to think about what you plan to price your product at, the full retail sticker price when you launch it to the masses. And then I want you to cut that by 50% and offer anybody who pre-orders a 50% discount. But not only do they get a 50% discount, you also want to let them know that they are going to be part of the initial cohort for this course. And so you are going to take their feedback directly into consideration. They are going to get one-on-one access to you. And the entire program and course is going to be built to their specifications, to exactly what they need. And I find that people really, really love this because they are getting some skin in the game and they know that this is going to be personalized directly to what they're looking for. And people absolutely love that. They want the most personalized help that they can get. So that's what you're offering, not just the 50% discount, but also access to that beta group, direct access to you, all of that good stuff. So now this is all sitting right there in the Google Doc. And of course, you want to have a link and an option for people to pay. It could be to PayPal, which is really easy to set up. You could use something like Gumroad or Card. There are a lot of options to just set up the payment processor. You want to make sure you have a way to have people swipe their credit card and actually give you money for this, though. 
Now we go into step three. So step three is to make a list of everybody that you can think of who might be interested in this specific product. And our goal should be to find as many of these people as possible. Now, the larger your sample size, the more accurate your validation will be. It's really hard to validate a product when you only have five prospects that you're getting data from. So I would really try to shoot for 10, 15, 20 if you can, the more the merrier. But once you have that list of people, then what you're going to do is you're going to send them a note and you are just going to ask them a simple question. What are your two biggest questions when it comes to achieving a certain outcome? And when I say achieving a certain outcome, this is where you swap in that desired outcome. So to go back to the example I was using before, this might say, what are your two biggest questions when it comes to making losing weight easy as a dad? Or what are your two biggest questions when it comes to losing weight as a busy dad? Either of those would be totally fine. Then we're going to send an email or a message to everybody on our list, and we're just going to ask them if they would be open to answering a couple of questions. So we can just say something along the lines of, hey, so-and-so, I've been brainstorming a new idea, and I'm just looking to get a little bit of feedback. I was wondering if I could just ask you one simple question just to make sure that I bake in your feedback and get some information from folks that I trust and care about and want to help. So you can send that off to each of them. And for the people who say yes, just send them that question. What are your two biggest questions about insert desired outcome, right? What are your two biggest questions about losing weight as a busy dad? And then you're gonna start to get some responses. And now this is where things get interesting. So what you're gonna do in step four here is reach out to all of the people who have responded with their answers. And you're gonna offer up a 30 minute call. So you might say something like, you know, hey, so-and-so, thanks so much for sharing your answers to my question. I really, really appreciate it. And this was super interesting and helpful to read. I'm actually curious to dive a little bit deeper into this answer over here, or this thing that you mentioned. If you're up for it, I'd love to hop on a 30 minute call just to chat through things a little bit more and, and just offer you some advice. Um, you know, no obligations, 100% free. Uh, I really just wanna help you and also just wanna get more information about this idea that I have. Most of the people are probably going to say yes to a free 30 minute call where they get advice. So you're going to get a decent amount of these phone calls, which is great. The more of these you get, the merrier. Then what you're going to do is jump on that phone call and you are going to try to offer as much value as you possibly can while at the same time paying attention to their pain points and the language that they use and all of these things that you can then bake right back into the Google Doc. Because the beautiful thing here is that when you listen to what this person is saying, when you get on that call with them, and also in the answers that they share, you're going to get a whole bunch of information around what pain points are most people mentioning, what things have they tried in the past that aren't working for them, what frustrations that they have, what tools have they used, what else have they signed up for, and why is this stuff not working for them? You're going to get all of that in their own language. So you can actually take all of those things and you go right into your Google Doc and you can edit this on the fly to include their language, to include those pain points. You can basically optimize your sales page based on the information that you're getting from these people in real time. So that's the main goal. But then at the very end of the call, what you're gonna do is ask this person to basically jump in with you. So you're gonna say, you know, hey, I hope this was helpful. I really, really appreciate all the information. If you are looking to dive in a little bit deeper, make a bigger investment into actually, you know, losing your 30 pounds in 30 days or whatever the desired outcome is, I'm putting together this program and I have some information about it. I could send it over your way 
The cool part is um, we're just building it out now. So we're offering a 50% pre-order discount. And on top of that, you would be part of, of the initial cohort. So we're really going to be looking for your feedback so we can personalize this program exactly to your specifications. You'd also be working one-on-one with me or however you want to phrase that um, to add that additional value depending on the product that you have. And if the person says they'd be interested in getting more info, you just send them an email with a link to the Google Doc and then just follow up with them a couple of times to see if they will buy. If they do buy, awesome. We're going to pay attention to that in one second. But if they don't buy, then we can actually follow up with them and work to understand, hey, you you mentioned that you didn't want to purchase this. Can I just understand why? Do you think the value wasn't there? Uh, Was the guarantee not strong enough? Do you think this wasn't for you? And so you can survey those people and actually work to understand what barriers, what objections were popping up in this person's mind that made them not want to sign up for the course. And then you can address those right on the sales page. You can even go back to them and address it with the person. So you can say, you know, hey, I totally understand that. That actually wasn't something that I was thinking of. And I baked it right into the course. So you can actually see it on the sales page. Now we're addressing that exact thing that you mentioned. If you'd be interested in signing up now, you know, we'd love to have you but totally understand uh, if if it's still not for you. And you what you'll find is that a bunch of people will actually be willing to sign up when they see that, hey, Austin, or whoever it is, is, is totally willing to uh, take my feedback into account and bake it into the course. I love to see that. So yeah, let me jump in now. So this takes us to step five, which is basically assessing where you're at. So what we're looking for here is a 10% sell-through rate. So you want to look at your total number of prospects. Again, if you had 20 prospects, we want to look for around two to three people to have made this purchase. And again, this is why we want the largest sample size that we can possibly get. Personally, I do this with groups of 50 people, but I have a much larger audience, so I understand that doesn't work for everybody. But what we're really looking for is that 10% sell-through rate, because if 10% of the people that you engage with on this level are willing to swipe their credit card for a product that doesn't exist yet, you can bet that you're onto something there. Because once the product is built out, these people are going to be even more willing to swipe their credit card because they can actually see what they're paying for, right? So the folks at the very beginning are kind of taking a leap of faith and we are making them feel better about it with the guarantee and with the direct access and with the fact that their feedback will be baked in. But that's why we look for 10% because your actual sell-through rate is going to be much, much lower once you create the product and you start putting it out there. So if you do get that 10% sell-through rate, you know, if you have 20 prospects and two or three of them buy, awesome. That means you should go and actually build out the rest of the product. If you don't get that sell-through rate, you should follow up. You should go back through your prospect list, email everybody and just say, hey, what was missing here? You know, what could we do to make this more appealing to you or to get this to be a a simple yes, a a dead easy answer for you to join this program. And if you can boost that sell through rate up and adapt your uh, landing page and the way that you're selling this uh, with the information that you get, you should totally do that. But if you do that and you still don't get that 10% sell through rate, then you know that this product or service may not be valid. It may not be something that's worth investing in and building out because people might not be willing to pay for it. And that's a beautiful thing to know too, because at this point, all you've really spent is a couple of hours of your time, you know, building out landing pages, brainstorming the offer and talking to people on the phone. You haven't really made a big investment in the product itself. So that makes it pretty easy to just scrap the idea. And then when you have your next idea, you can run through this exact same validation framework. So I hope this is really helpful to any of you who have had some side hustle ideas, but haven't been sure about them or who want to jump into the side hustle solopreneur entrepreneur space, but didn't really have a way to know whether or not your ideas would work. This is again, the exact same process that I use. So I hope it was helpful for you. I hope you take some action on it and try to validate some ideas, but that is it for today. Thank you as always for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. Thank you.